What's up, everybody? How are you guys doing tonight? I hope you're all doing good. Hope everyone is doing well. I want to thank you, as always, for being here. Uh, I've said it once, I'll say it again. It really does mean the world to me. I love having these little uh, touch points with you guys, these little check-ins, and seeing what the community is really thinking. Tonight, we have a topic that I've been trying to sort of express or talk about or discuss on different platforms and I've been trying to echo this or get it heard my message here because disclosure is on everybody's mind disclosure especially in the world that we're living in today where the UFO topic is being discussed is something that is on the table it seems there are many people that have looked into this topic for many years that may disagree with me. I totally understand that. But I think we are in a level or in a point where we might see something new coming from those that control what's okay to think and what's okay to believe, which is the higher powers or the government. Better said, the governments of the world. Now, for many years, I had this hope and this this belief that one day the truth would come out and it would be told to us by these higher powers, right? But over time, as I grew older, as I looked more and more into the phenomenon and I started to look at the aspects that really affect our culture, our species, and aspects of this phenomenon that have been prominent and have stood out for so many years, I started to sort of dial back on this idea that the government would ever fully tell us what was going on. Of course, there was always that question, what do they really know? What do they really know? Now, there's one thing I can tell you today, is that the governments of the world, the U.S. government and other governments, have been looking into this phenomenon. And it has been a topic of interest for them. Some people may have considered this idea of the government looking into UFOs as a conspiracy topic or a conspiracy concept. But in this day and age, now that we know about ATIB, Project Blue Book, and the plethora of other projects that have looked into this, we need to start understanding that they've known about this topic for a very long time. They have not been open about it, and there's a reason behind that. So before we dive any deeper, I want to say thank you to those listening to this as a podcast and thank you to those here tonight in the live chat. I already see some people uh, here. I see Thomas. I see Mike. As always, Mike, thank you so much for tuning in. I know some of these live chats and these uh, live sessions that we have are kind of late for different locations around the world. Some of you are, you know listening to this very early in the morning or late, late at night. And your effort to be here really does matter. So thank you. Give me one second, guys. I want to switch over to view the live on YouTube because I've said this multiple times. For some reason, in the, uh, the YouTube studio option of viewing the live, I can't see your responses from the live chat, which I think is strange, but who knows? It could be anything. Uh, 
you know, going live is always kind of a gamble, especially when you're alone and doing this on your own. But um, I want to check out the live chat. So give me one sec while I switch over to that. I hope the quality looks good. I hope the audio sounds good. Let me know, as always, this is our ritual here. Let me know how my audio sounds and how the quality is doing. Um, I hope everything is running smoothly. And for those of you that are here for the first time, thank you for, for being here. And I want you guys to feel comfortable and open to share your thoughts, your theories, your experiences with me. And really just feel free to speak your mind when it comes to this topic. And there's so much uh, hate in the UFO community and in any intellectual community or any community where people are discussing a, a topic like this or any other subject. There's always haters and trolls. But here, what I try to do, what I try to emphasize on is not having that vibe, right? And yesterday, I tweeted something out that I thought would resonate really well with the community. And I noticed some people uh, didn't really understand where I was coming from. So maybe I'll clarify that. And for those of you that don't follow me on Twitter, you can follow me there. It's at the end of the gaucho. Uh, you can DM me. You can talk to me. I'm always open. I'm always willing to have a discussion. But I've been looking at the UFO phenomenon and the people that look into this topic, the community. And... I've noticed that there's some people that have sort of intense views when it comes to, I don't know, religion or politics or things that I don't want to talk about here on the channel. But what I said yesterday on Twitter was people that believe in the phenomenon, right, but hate members of a race, ethnicity, nation, religion, gender, identity, sexual orientation, or any other designated sector of society, they don't make sense. Right? It doesn't make sense that you would want disclosure, that you want, you know, that you want to interact or understand this, this phenomenon if you can't even understand your own species and interact with your own species. So I said, seriously, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I guess this is my podcast and my live. I can say whatever I want. I hope I don't get demonetized or anything. But I uh, hashtagged UFO Twitter, but I wasn't talking about ufo twitter really i was talking about the you know the community in general there are so many steps we need to take as a species and as a community here to really get to the point to where we can truly see this phenomenon for what it is right it's sort of like those moments where you think there's this i don't know society changing thing that happens and certain people still don't recognize it certain people still don't understand what's going on they still live in the same uh the same lane that they've always lived in i'm no saint i'm no angel i've definitely had my wrong takes on on people on groups on genders and all that kind of things and it's a growing process and it process and it's something that you have to know is uh it's not easy and it's not, I don't expect people to understand or accept things right away because humans are afraid of the unknown. Humans are afraid of the different. 
But if we're going to get to where we need to get when it comes to this phenomenon, we need to start at least trying to understand the different and the unknown or uh, getting rid of those labels when it comes to our species, when it comes to us, when it comes to humans. And I really thought that that message was going to resonate well. And it did. It did. A lot of you guys showed love on it because you agreed with me. Um, but I could totally see how some people might not agree with me. Now, I'm not one for PG culture and not speaking your mind and not, you know, having your, your discussions or your arguments. I think that is healthy. But I think when somebody is wrong and when somebody has a wrong view on something, they can change and they can learn from it. And we really need to start looking at ourselves before looking for answers from the phenomenon. Because some people are truly thinking that the phenomenon can help us. And I'm one of those people. I think the phenomenon can help us. Just understanding that this phenomenon is real can truly take us somewhere else than where we are today. But we also, on the side, need to work on ourselves and work on you know, what's going on here on the planet. So I hope that those of you that saw that tweet understood where I was coming from. And you didn't think I was trying to be, you know, Mr. Perfect or Mr. Clean, because that's not who I am. And the funny part is, is I try to be kind. I try to be nice. I try to be a good person because I've always told myself it's very easy to be the bad guy, at least for me. You know, it's very easy for me to be the bad guy. That's the easy route. And if you really want to have some sort of honor in your life, you have to try to be the good guy. At least try. You're not always going to be the good guy. Like I've said before, I think I'm like the anti-hero. I'm no hero. You know, I am. I'm not part of the X-Men. I'm Deadpool. <laughs> like, I have my flaws, my issues. I have my things. But... It doesn't mean you can't work on it. You can't try to save the world every once in a while. So, with that being said, I hope you guys understood where I was coming from, those of you that follow me on Twitter. And uh, let me check out the live chat, and let me see what you guys are doing tonight. So finally I can see you guys. Oh, Pro Illusionist hit me with a with a super chat. Thank you, brother. Thank you. That means a lot, man. You always got my back, and honestly, I'm I'm like humbled by by how often you're you're here, you're showing support, and and you really have stuck with me. Um, for those of you that have been here, you know, since the beginning of the lives, or since the beginning of the channel, or or have always stuck by my side, I really want you to know that it does really mean the world to me. It's not about subscribers and and growing a channel it's really about building a community and talking to you and getting to know you guys and letting you guys know that i'm a real person and i'm not just some face behind the screen you know i am in this search with you guys and if we don't do this together i don't know how we will get it done right so thank you pro and let me look back at the live chat uh I see William Edwards is here. 
he said, I had two margaritas with dinner. Looking forward to a UAP discussion for dessert. <laughs> William, if I was there, I would definitely, definitely sit down and have a margarita with you. I like every once in a while, I don't mind a little cold margarita. I see Teresa's here. What's up, Teresa? Uh, I see Carson. What's up, Carson? Ethereal Aura. What's up, man? Two times 109. Very cool. He says, first time watching. Well, I hope you enjoy this, man. I hope you enjoy the discussion. And like I said earlier, feel free to share any thoughts, theories, experiences in the chat. That's what this is for. Caesar, he says, hi from Faro City, Algar Algarve, I can't say that right, Algarve, Portugal. I think I might have butchered that, sorry Caesar, but what's up man, I'm in Buenos Aires, so <laughs> sending you back some love all the way from Buenos Aires. All right, so I'm scrolling down, I'm trying to catch up because I had my little segment there. Thomas says, time to make some of us moderators. <laughs> Two times 109 says we've all been the bad guy at one point. Definitely, definitely. And it's something that I've really tried to, you know, uh, take with me my whole life. It's like, or I don't know how to say this, like a message I've tried to live by is what I was trying to say. Trust me, guys, it is very easy to be the bad guy. It is very easy to take that route. It's hard to be the hero. You know, it's very hard to be the hero. And... I'm not saying you should be the hero or that I'm a hero or anything like that because that's not what I'm saying here. I'm just saying that you got to try to be the good person. You got to try to be clear-minded, you know, especially in a world, in the world like the world that we live in where it seems like it's chaos a lot of the time. There's a lot of beauty on the planet. There's a lot of wonderful things happening in the universe but it's not always what humans focus on you know you turn on the television you turn on the news and you see a lot of drama a lot of chaos so in the chaos you got to try your best to be the hero you know but um hey brandy phillips is here hey brandy all right guys so Let's jump into this conversation that I wanted to have tonight. So how much control does the phenomenon have over the reality that we live in? Now, this is something that I've really, really spent a lot of time thinking about. I made a whole video about the phenomenon not wanting disclosure. Now, when I say this, I think people, some people may not have understood where I was, you know, what my stance was. What I am trying to say is that that the phenomenon is considered, you know, advanced technologically. Some people think they are advanced spiritually. But for some reason the phenomenon has not formed up a plan to make open disclosure with our whole species. Now, it's made itself known. Like some people have this argument where they say well, the phenomenon doesn't want to interact with us because it doesn't want to affect our evolution or affect our culture or really, you know, uh, really, uh, what, would, what would be the word I'm trying to think here? 
it doesn't want to influence us, right? It wants us to grow on our own path, kind of. But the thing is, the phenomenon is influencing us. And it's something that I've tried to say to people, like, look, we are coming into contact with these things. We are seeing them. They are abducting people. There is close encounters happening. The phenomenon is interacting with us. It's not really hiding as well as it could be. So what does that mean? Right? So here I'm saying, look, the phenomenon doesn't seem to really care what we think about it at this point because it's not coming out and telling us what to think. It's telling a few people. We do have cases of close encounters where they, you know, give certain people information and let them know what their, what their take is on our planet and on our species, but they aren't connecting with all of us. They are affecting all of us. And we can see that on the mass media. We can see that they are talking about UAP and they have been talking about the subject for years. And the phenomenon has been showing itself to us. So I think we can discard this idea that it doesn't want to influence us because somehow, some way it is doing that. And if they are highly advanced and highly intelligent, you would think they would have surmised or created some kind of plan to make full contact with us. It's something that I've ran through my mind millions of times. So if these beings are so advanced spiritually and, tech and, and technology wise or, you know, with their technology, why would they not be able to think of a way to make open contact with us where it wouldn't end badly for them? Now, there's the other argument that these beings have been interacting with our governments for years. You know, people believe that there were treaties signed and that we're getting tech from them. But again, I think, why would they ever abide by our human rules or human laws, right? Why would they go meet a president? I think that's sort of, you know, the idea of the abduction phenomenon and that they're giving certain people, just random everyday people, intelligence and knowledge is a good sign that they don't really care who they're... Oh, sorry. <laughs> As always, I'm doing this show with Nala here, and she just decided to to scratch her neck. Come here. I'm going to get her up here. Wait one second, guys. Come on. Come on. Come on. All right, there we go. Now we can get back to the show. I got to pay attention to the co-host, especially when it's just me and her here. So, uh... Back to what I was saying is, I got a little distracted. You guys may be able to help me here. But um, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is, if they are so advanced, spiritually, right? Or whatever, right? With understandings of the universe and understandings of, you would think they'd have a good understanding of our species and how we think and how we, how we work, how we tick. Why couldn't they create a plan to make open contact with us. You know, it's something that I really have thought about. So I made that video about the phenomenon not wanting disclosure because I felt like it was very possible that 
the phenomenon wants to remain in the shadows. Because if you look at our history of the way we interact with the phenomenon, you know, close encounters, the abduction phenomenon, they seem to be studying us. Let's just lay it out there. I don't, I don't even think the word seem is a good choice of words there. Right? They are studying us. They are using us for something. Now, people often refer to us as ants. I've also said this many times. I don't believe we are ants to them in this scenario. We are a valuable resource. This planet may be a valuable resource to them. But we are obviously a valuable resource because the abduction phenomenon is real and it continues to happen. And they are interbreeding with us. We don't interbreed with ants. Um, so, <laughs> sorry guys. I don't think you guys cannot see Nala because she's off screen. But here, you're going to see her now. There she goes in the background. But she's definitely trying to get my attention. I think she wants to talk about the phenomenon as well. <laughs> but she's definitely distracting me. So, let's... uh. Let me look at the live chat, and we'll see if I can get back on course. Um, Carson Lotta said, this phenomenon seems to know how to piss me off. <laughs> That's funny. We're more like their old chihuahua. <laughs> Two times 109 says, I agree. Alien girl says, oh, and she put a little dog there. Yeah, she's back here. She's here. And I got to... Try to respect her because she is the co-host. So uh, one day I'll get her on here barking at the microphone. But um, I don't know, guys. Do you feel this way? I am sort of, you know, the disclosure we're going to get from the government or from these higher powers, I think it won't be enough for us here in the community in the sense of, yes, it will help take the general public to a new level of understanding when it comes to believing in this topic or, you know, a new way of viewing the ufo phenomenon but you and i people that look into this topic all the time like i know ufos are real i'm not waiting for the government to tell me that ufos are real at this point i mean i've i really can't tell myself that i'm wrong when i think about this topic because i've compiled just you know with looking into so many cases looking into so many little aspects of things and trying to figure out what are the mechanics behind this phenomenon and what's really going on? And then noticing the ties that keep showing up and then even showed up in 2017, you know, with the Tic Tac and the Gimbal and the Go Fast video, the FLIR video. Um, it's, it's all there for me. It's like what really worries me or what really makes me dig deeper and try to look further into this is the beings behind these craft and the possibility that they may have actually been here this whole time. They may have actually been influencing us since the beginning of time. And I've said this many, many times, you know, I bring this up all the time because I think it's often overlooked and it's often not thought about on a grander scale. It's like we view the phenomenon as one thing. It's phenomena. You know, it's multiple phenomenons. It's not just one. And understanding that UFOs and these craft maybe have a way of using physics or using what we think is physics. Because, again, humans have this way of viewing 
reality because it's the only way we have to do. I mean, it's the only way we can view reality from a human lens. But everything we know, everything we understand has been taught to us. It's a concept that we've manifested or we've created. Somewhere out in the universe, they may tell us that time is not a, is not real. You know, time does not exist. You know, and physics may not even be physics. You know, it may be something completely different. And I think that humans have this issue where they dis- they define something. We'd love to define things, and then we'd run with it. And we have this issue where uh, we define things, and we think it's the way that it is throughout every reality, throughout the whole universe, when we may not even really know what the what the whole picture is. We may be looking at the picture flipped upside down. We may be looking at reality uh, with blinders on. So, the phenomenon, for some reason, like it or not, has not made open contact with our species. Now, is it because they're afraid of us? Many will argue that they are not, because their technology is obviously far advanced to ours, and a war with them would be silly, right? Even though I think if we continue in the direction we're headed with disclosure, some kind of policing of the phenomenon will be, you know, will be applied. <laughs> like it or not, you know, I think that it is illogical to think that we can police the phenomenon, but I think once people start realizing that, yes, there are UFOs, they are real, and yes, there are beings in these craft, and yes, it is you know, extraterrestrial in origin, they're not going to feel safe anymore. We can try to explain to them that the phenomenon has not really done anything so dramatic that we should be so scared about getting wiped off the earth. But I think that I could totally get where somebody would would come from if they were saying that they were afraid of the phenomenon, Right. I have this argument when I talk to people. I don't know if it's an argument. It's just a stance. You know, when we talk about the phenomenon, I've always said there's positive and negative aspects of it. But the abduction phenomenon, like it or not, is sort of a negative aspect. I want you to imagine for a second that someone could just come into your house, throw a bag over your head, and throw you into a van. And there there are three-letter agencies that could do that. Right? There are groups that could do that to you. And that is pretty dangerous. But when nobody can police or stop or control that situation, right? It's almost like the Superman issue where, you know, Superman was sort of unstoppable. If Superman went bad, there was a big problem there. It was something that you should worry about. Um, but people don't. People have blinders on a lot of the time when they see things. Like I'm the kind of guy that walks into a room and scans the whole room when he walks in. I don't know what it is. Like I just can't walk into a room blindly. I'm the kind of guy that sits down with somebody and talks to them. I can trust them. But I can also know that just because I trust them doesn't mean that they won't do something that completely surprises me or goes completely against what I thought, you know, what I thought they would do. 
and those are people. So when we're talking about a race of beings or entities or whatever that we don't really understand yet, we should be cautious and we should, you know, watch our backs a little bit. You should do that in life in general. This idea of threat. Threat. I said it before. I've had friends that could, you know, beat up five guys. One guy that could beat up five guys for sure. He was a threat, but he was my friend. But I wasn't going to ignore the fact that he was a threat. You know what I mean? It's like I, I wasn't going to treat him like one, but I had it. I always had it very clear in my mind that he wasn't the kind of person that I should mess around with like other people. So getting back to this, this idea of how much control do they have over disclosure? Now, over full disclosure, I think the phenomenon has full control at this point in time. Because the government seems to be moving back and forth with what they're going to tell us, what's going to really happen. And to be honest, they're going to tell us, yeah, there are unidentified flying objects. And there's going to be a whole nother discussion, a whole nother, you know, years of us fighting to try to get them to say, these are, you know, of extraterrestrial origin. They're not going to come out and say that right away. But when they do that, you know, when there are unidentified flying objects, trust me that they're going to try to figure out a way to get some kind of project on it, some kind of special, ta you know, the task force already exists, but I'm saying some kind of way to police this, where they can make money from it. You know, the arms race is real. And the arms race behind the scenes, that we're not even discussing tonight, but if there are crashed UFOs and there are governments retrieving crashed ufos or trying to re back engineer ufos that they already have or who knows if they already have craft like that in their you know top secret black budget arsenals who knows how far that arms race could go and what the real picture is we have to remember too that we are i i would say we are more the ants in the eyes of the government in comparison to the phenomenon you know we are more the ants in the eyes of the government which is unfortunate, but that is the way it is. You know, we are the worker bees. But uh, let me check out the live chat. Let me see what's going on. Hope you guys are all having a good Friday. I'm, I'm chilling. It was a holiday here yesterday and today, so I didn't have to work. So I'm happy to be here as always. I see Project Unity's here. Definitely, guys, if you're not subscribed to Project Unity, do me a huge favor. Go over to his channel, subscribe to his channel. He is a, a great dude, and he's got a uh, he does great work. And I like his take. You know, I like his uh, his approach when it comes to this topic. It's definitely somebody you guys should be tuning in on. Also, recently, I think last weekend, I was on a Ask UFO Twitter video. So make sure to go check that out at Engaging the Phenomenon's channel. I was really honored to be asked to be on that. Anytime I get the chance to work with anybody, you know, I've worked with Project Unity. I've worked with Engaging the Phenomenon. I've also been on that UFO podcast. Make sure to check them out. They are awesome as well. Also, Shadows of Your Mind magazine. There's so many people in this community trying their best to have discussions on this topic and bring information, you know, bring the topic basically to where it needs to be. And I salute all of them. I really think that 
it is not easy, guys, to talk about this topic or to, you know, there's moments where I will have looked at the UFO topic up and down, left and right for five days straight. And my wife is not into this topic like I am. So she's seeing me just go down rabbit hole after rabbit hole after rabbit hole, trying to think of, you know, what's next for disclosure, what's going on, what can I find, what can I really figure out? Like today, or a lot, I wouldn't say today in general, but many, many times, I've tried to just dig deep online for videos of a gray, videos of of one of the occupants. Other than Skinny Bob, I want to see video footage if it's out there. You know, um, and I will literally spend hours trying to find something. And it got to the point where like, I'm just seeing the same things I've already found. So it's like, I've gotten to the end of the barrel. So if any of you know of any videos other than Skinny Bob that you think are legitimate or at least worth checking out that are of the occupants, please send them my way. You know, um, I, like I said, I spend hours and hours digging through old videos. I try to find files. I try to do the best I can. And it does get the rabbit hole gets deep and it gets, it's, it's not easy, right? Especially when you want to help push the discussion forward and you're not, and you're openly doing it, right? Like I'm here with you. You guys can, you guys are all here. You guys probably do the same, but. I don't know, you know, I just, I need to continue to push forward, so. (laughs) High Stranger says, haha, oh dude, my wife doesn't want to hear any more ET from me either. I know how that is. Oh yeah, and I totally get her. I totally understand. She's really, my wife is like, you know, I think she's intelligent and awesome. And I think she's smarter than me, to be honest. You know what I mean? I'm like, I really look up to her. Uh, so we'll have discussions about the phenomenon, but she's more of the kind of person that goes like, yeah, they're real. So of course they're real. Like one time we talked about the abduction phenomenon and she said, uh, she said, of course they abduct us. They're just studying us. Like, yeah, of course that makes perfect sense. That's it. (laughs) Like, She's almost like a believer to where she doesn't really waste her time on the topic. She's kind of interested in it. Like she'll sit down and talk about it, but she's not somebody that's going to have a, you know, an out of the box kind of conversation when it comes to it. Carson Lotta said that UFO from Turkey seemed to show occupants. It did seem to show occupants. And that video from Turkey is really interesting. The one thing I have to say about the video from Turkey, for those of you that don't know about that video, uh, it's shot at a beach at night and you can see a clear UFO, what seems to be a clear UFO. And there's a spot in the middle of the UFO that seems like it opens up and, uh, it seems like it opens up and you can see the occupants inside of the craft. Now, one thing I have to say about that video, I think it's really interesting. It's also maybe like a red flag that there are multiple, you know, that video has multiple dates on it. There are multiple days of that person filming that craft in the same location, which 
I think, you know, there's so many aspects of this topic that when you really look at it from a basic level, right? When you look at it like I was telling you, my wife looks at it. She seems to like understand it right away. She's not asking too many questions. She's just looking at it straightforward and she's not really beating around the bush. You know, she's trying to figure out exactly. <laughs> she's trying to, she's not trying to figure it out. She already kind of has a clear idea of what she thinks about it. And there are so many aspects of this phenomenon that are so basic, right? Like, for example, we're just talking about the turkey UFO. Maybe it was in the same spot every night. And I'm saying that might be a red flag, but maybe it's not. Maybe it is as simple as they always go to that spot because they felt like no one could interact or no one could see them or they were just felt safe in that spot. And that's why they were there so many nights. It also seems like when they do show up, when these craft do appear, they don't really care if we see them or not, right? When they do show up, they're showing up like, you know, energy systems pulsing or just blinding people with lights. And it's not really like they're like, oh, no, be careful for the humans. Don't stand out. No, they're like literally standing out when they show up. So... I think it's more worrisome and it's something that we should really think about is why the phenomenon is not or has not disclosed itself to us fully and why it seems like, you know, uh, the government's going to lead disclosure, which is obvious because they're the government, they're the higher power that everyone listens to, but the phenomenon, if it does exist, unfortunately, my fellow humans will end up being the higher power. I am not the kind of person that looks up to higher power. <laughs> I have my own thoughts, my own opinions, my own beliefs. I'm not going to let anybody change that. I believe what I believe from my experiences. Yes, I can change, I can grow, whatever, but I don't look up to higher powers for answers. And like I said, I trust people, but never forget that people that you trust can always surprise you. The things you think, uh, the things you think you understand can always be much different. So I think the story we'll get from the government, if disclosure continues in the direction it's going, is going to be very simple cut. You know, UFOs are real. They're not going to break it down and go into cases and tell people about the aerial case or, uh, you know, Betty and Barney Hill, which most people know about, but people don't think about those kinds of things. They're not going to talk about abduction cases. They're not going to talk about these things for years. So our fight, our search for the truth, the war for disclosure is going to have to continue. This is going to have to continue to happen. It's not going to end tomorrow. And... I honestly think, you know, it's going to be healthy for people to understand that the phenomenon is real. And there will probably be uh, doubters and non-believers, just like people that struggle to understand, you know, that sexual orientation is when it, what anybody chooses to have, you know, or uh, every race is considered the same. Imagine how difficult it's going to be for people to understand that UFOs are real. And imagine how difficult it's going to be for them to understand 
the phenomenon and the occupants and what's going on inside the craft in the background behind this whole history that we've had with this with this topic i think that the phenomenon controls full disclosure i think we are in i guess the earthly disclosure right now you know we are in our our own little kind of disclosure with what's happening uh the uap report is on the way and it's not it's not going to not happen like some news articles were saying it seems like it is still going to happen and i gotta be honest i do spend a lot of time thinking about why the phenomenon if it's here to help us if it's here to protect the planet or help teach us or guide us or whatever why it hasn't openly disclosed itself to all of us i want you guys to think about that and give me your best thoughts give me your best ideas you know uh, make sure to do me a favor guys and hit the thumbs up if you haven't and share this video if you can and again thank you for being here tonight and for those of you listening to this as a podcast I hope you're enjoying this this conversation, this discussion here. I'm going to scroll up a little bit in the live chat. Hi Stranger says, "My wife is instinctually or my wife instinctually was concerned for the kids when 30 orbs came out of the trees. The birds seemed to actually like the spheres and were drawn to the entities." That's interesting, man. What color were the were the spheres and how big were they? I want to know more. Definitely. Uh, two times one hundred nine says, "Yep, but we resonate the same at times. We mass slaughter animals and each other. They sometimes do the same back. That's interesting. See, I don't. Here, here's the thing. I think the phenomenon has its negative and its positive aspects, just like our species has negative and positive aspects, like." The slaughtering of animals is disgusting, but I eat meat and I've tried to not eat meat. And it's just, it, it's really complicated. You know, when it's, it shouldn't be, it should be very simple. There are, there are people out there that don't eat meat. And like I said, there's always things you can work on, but the phenomenon, you know, there are cases where abductions are completely I guess you'd say benevolent, right? It's like there are peaceful interactions. And then there are cases where the abductee gets traumatized. And it's very obvious that they're being thrown on a slab and being studied on and being used for reproductive purposes or something of that nature. So, yes, they do kind of resonate in with us in certain aspects of the darkness and the light. But I think that resonate, that resonance sort of echoes throughout the universe and it echoes throughout reality. Like, I don't think I'll ever, let's say I was traveling through dimensions, times or planets and I was coming across different beings and different entities. I would never expect them to be all good, all bad, all one thing. That's just the way things work. You know, you got the sun and the moon. That's just how it is. Marcavius Studios is here. He says, he says, Jay from Project Unity saw orbs. They didn't seem to be craft, just lights. Jay did see orbs. And I would suggest going to his channel, guys, and checking that out. He's got a video about it where he tells you his, his experience. And 
um, that, that kind of, it's interesting when you think about the different shapes and styles of craft, I often wonder if they have to do with different types of beings, right? Seems like the light craft are always tied to this sort of love and light experience. When people come into contact with orbs or light beings and these kinds of things, in certain cases, because in Skinwalker, in the Skinwalker Ranch story, there is a, you know, part of that, that history or that legend that, uh, the dogs, the owners of the ranch, their dogs were like disintegrated by orbs. So I don't know, you know, it goes back and forth, but make sure to check out Jay's story. And definitely, uh, I've heard a lot of people talking about orbs. It's actually really interesting because I barely hear when somebody tells me about an experience they've had, I hear more stories about orbs than I do about uh, saucer shaped craft or triangle shaped craft. I've heard orbs and triangle shaped craft. I haven't really heard many saucer encounters as of late, you know, being shared to me. I'm scrolling down the live chat, guys. Alien Girl says, wow, amazing stuff. We need to start talking about the abduction. The abductees is right. Alien Girl, if you guys aren't checking out her channel, she also goes live. Make sure to go check her out. She's awesome. Definitely somebody you should tune into. And yeah, I, you know, I was trying my best to talk about abductees for a good period of time a few months ago. And I will continue to talk about, about abductees. But it's really disheartening when you see the community willing to trust people with certain credentials and not, you know, their neighbor. I think that's probably the most difficult part when it comes to abductees and, and that that topic all right guys so again guys i hope you're having a great friday i hope you're doing well i want to thank you guys all for being here and joining me in the live chat i also want to uh, give a big shout out to my patrons thank you guys it means the world that you guys would support me there it helps definitely uh helps me pick up new gear or his new lights and stuff like that and any any help helps <laughs> that doesn't make any sense but any sort of help people can give me is awesome because it's just me i'm a small little small little project here trying to figure out how to do this full time how to do this as much as i can and any help definitely definitely is awesome and for those of you here just you being here is awesome enough um but I think we're going to have to cut this conversation a little short. How long have we been going tonight, guys? I think we're almost at an hour, right? Two times 109 says, does Patreon take crypto yet? No, I don't think so. But I am. I am very close to uh, creating an NFT, guys. So that might be around the corner. Just a heads up if you're into that kind of stuff. I'm also thinking of how to help the community using that space. So there may be some things coming along the way. I've been trying to figure some stuff out for some time. So just keep your ear, keep your ears open and your minds open. And uh, we'll see where that goes. But I'm trying. I'm trying to make a difference, definitely. All right, guys. So I am going to have to end this now because the camera, for some reason, is going to shut down. I probably should get like a, a webcam or something. <laughs> 
for these, but I use a straight DSLR to try to give you guys like the best image. I don't know if you guys can see that light back there, but that looks pretty, pretty cinematic, I think. <laughs> but, um, thank you guys for, for joining me. And for those of you listening to this as a podcast, if you want to join the discussion and come meet the community in the live chat, find me on YouTube at the end of Gaucho. And yeah, never stop searching for the truth, guys. I know it sounds cheesy. I've said it a million times, but the truth is out there. And if we work together, we might be able to get a step closer to the truth. And you guys are awesome. Have a great weekend, guys.